New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. Hello, I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Today I'm hosting Dr. Kenneth Pelletier. He's the author of Change Your Genes, Change Your Life, Creating Optimal Health with the New Science of Epigenetics. Ken, welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Thank you for the invitation. I've been looking forward to this. Oh, great. Me too. Ken, is our health determined by our genes? Uh, No, not at all. And in fact, the most common misconception that the general public and even the medical professionals have is that genes are like the hard drive in your computer, that it's a, a fixed set of instructions that carry out the color of your eyes, your height, your weight, the diseases you'll get, how long you will live. And that's really an inaccurate interpretation of genetics. What we're really more concerned about, especially in the last 10 years, is called epigenetics. And epi means around, above, or surrounding. And surrounding the gene are then influences from diet, from stress, exercise, psychosocial support, the physical environment. These are variables that determine whether a gene is expressed or not. And expressed means turned on or turned off like a rheostat, turned up brighter or gone softer, depending on all of the other uh, surrounding influences. Ken, you are a pioneer in this whole idea of changing our view of how we deal with our health issues. And you have worked with the mind-body connection for years. I think one of your earlier books is Mind as Healer, Mind as Slayer. So what is that mind-body connection? Well, the mind-body connection, when I first wrote Mind as Healer in 1977, was not as clear as it is now. What we now know is inextricably mind and body are uh, deeply connected biochemically, uh, and that, for instance, there's a, a popular concept now as a brain-gut connection. And the most receptor sites that we have in our intestinal tract are the same molecular receptor sites we have in our brain. So the brain and gut are in constant communication with each other. What we eat affects our mind. What our mind state is affects our gut. And the most important thing, I think, to understand is that stress response is not inevitable. We can learn to manage stress. In fact, the requisite that we have some form of stress management technique to get us through the demands that we're faced with in our everyday life. So meditation, relaxation, even self-hypnosis, um, auto, you know, autogenics, yoga, etc. Anything that allows us to basically go into a state of regeneration and quiet is essential to our everyday health. So that sounds really important. And it's very interesting because you came up with this you know, decades ago, and now science has caught up with what you're talking about. And there is this whole science now of epigenetics, and and it really all is related. What about some of the major things that we're going through nowadays? Inflammation is a big one. Yeah, there are seven major 
biochemical pathways in the body, and all of them are governed by genes. Uh, inflammation is one of them, and it's one that we hear a lot about uh, these days. So excessive inflammation can lead to irritable bowel syndrome, uh, to uh, arthritic disorders, to heart disease, uh, but a suppressed a response uh, can lead to autoimmune diseases, to infections, to colds and flus that, in fact, can prove to be lethal. So inflammation is not good or bad like any other biomarker. It has to be maintained within a normal range. And one of the ways that we impact inflammation is through diet. So there are fruits and vegetables, deeply green and deeply red-colored fruits and vegetables, broccoli, cauliflower, etc., are all anti-inflammatory. They bring the inflammatory markers into a normal range. Stress management and quieting the mind is a way, again, to reduce excessive inflammation. We need inflammation. If you have a cut, that reddening around the cut itself, that is an inflammatory response, which is healing. So it's not a matter of eliminating any particular biomarker. It's keeping it with a normal, optimal range for both health and longevity. Ken, what you're talking about, like to know about our inflammation, to know about those seven markers, we would need some sort of assay. And you talk about getting a tripartite assay or, or evaluation. So what do you mean by that? Well, there are really four components to a full assay. And a full assay is simply, who are we biochemically? How do you know what diet to consume if you don't know what your own biochemistry is? And our biochemistry is as unique as a fingerprint, and therefore every diet, stress management technique, et cetera, environmental exposure is going to depend on our unique fingerprint. So there are four components to an assay. One is the genetic marker, uh, which is the basic blueprint. Second is our blood chemistry. So how is that genetic marker being manifest in our blood? And a CBC or complete blood chemistry, but again, it contains many more markers than your normal physical, which an annual physical contains maybe 15, 20 markers. We're talking about 100 plus uh, markers in the blood. The third is the biome or the intestinal tract. And the most important thing to realize is that between your mouth and your anus, there are trillions literally trillions of cells. There are more cells in the intestinal tract than the entire human body. So everything we eat, every state of stress, every bit of environmental exposure is constantly changing, literally second by second, the composition of our intestinal tract, therefore the genetic expression. And the last is once we have these three biomarkers, and there are companies that are now doing this and that cost a few hundred dollars to do all of this, you want a session with a genetic counselor, someone that knows how to interpret these biomarkers so it really becomes personalized. You take the information and you make it personal to your diet, your stress management, your environmental, your pharmacology is all incredibly important. And that's the way we get to know who we are, what our individual biochemistry is. Towards the end of the book, you really go into this pretty thoroughly and you name some of those companies and you describe what it is that they offer. And as you say, if this can be a reasonable cost. And I think that you point out that even though it's not yet covered by most health insurance, that this is changing and the cost is going to be coming down. Can you say something about that, please? 
Yes, actually, insurance companies will begin to cover this in the next year or two. There are, in fact, two national insurance companies that I'm consulting with that are actually working on producing a life insurance policy that will look at your this genetic profile. And they'll say, if you have a genetic predisposition to heart disease, here are some things you can do. If you follow these guidelines, we will help you. We'll work with you, and we'll adjust and reduce your life insurance premium. So it's really a risk sharing on the part of the company and the individual. And the other is that the prices generally and the technology underlying the gene testing is really falling. So uh, it's like my first cell phone cost over $2,000. A year later, the bank was giving it away for uh, opening a checking account. And what we're going to see in the next year or two years at max, these tests are going to be much lower in cost, and they're going to be much less invasive. There are technologies now to produce a blood draw from a simple spot on your arm, no more having to do a venous catheter uh, blood draw. So the technology will be inexpensive, it'll be being reimbursed, and it'll be much easier to access. That sounds so exciting. I want to give an example of that. Kaiser is my HMO that I go to. And they have something called a weight management class, and you actually pay extra for this. But in the three years, I guess, I've been part of that program, I've lost 60 pounds, and I I have kept it off. That's because they really stay with you on it. You can go to classes forever afterwards, and you have support systems, and you check in, and you do all of that follow-up. And that's really important to have that kind of help. Yeah, you've just cited probably the most important factor that most people overlook in making any lifestyle change to improve health and longevity. There was a study in Journal of the American Medical Association that looked at one year among one year after people engaged, I think about 10 popular diets. And what they found at the end of the year that everybody had basically regressed to where they were when they started the diet. For six months, everyone lost weight, everyone liked the diet, One year later, they were back where they began with one exception, which was Weight Watchers. Now, Weight Watchers is not a particularly great diet in terms of the components, but what it does have is exactly what you're pointing out, which is social support. They have other people. They stay in contact with you. They help you to sustain the change you make. So making the changes, any of the changes we're talking about with these epigenetic assays are fine, but you need to actually approach it as something that you need to sustain for the rest of your life to really make the benefits and health of longevity come to pass for you. So just in closing, do you feel like we are moving from an old system of health care to an era of more personalized health care? That's a great way to characterize it, and it's true. Right now, we have a set of general guidelines for virtually everything from pharmacology to diet to exercise. What we're moving toward is a pharmacology that's specific to you, exercise that's specific to you, and dietary recommendations that improve your individual model. This will be a healthcare that's as distinct for every individual as your fingerprint, and that is within reason, and it's going to be coming in the next three to five years. So it's barreling down the pike. I mean, I can remember years ago we talked about holistic health. This was back in the early 1970s. And everybody thought, oh, that's a fringe thing. And now it's a, you know, a alternative medicine or natural medicine or whatever you want to call it. And the mind-body connection, it's all right here right now. And it's been scientifically backed up. 
the science is getting better and better. And from everything we know about prevention, from everything we know about the effective management, if you have a disease, is that it takes multiple influences. It takes you becoming actively involved in your care, you becoming actively involved in every aspect of your life. Again, the result being an optimal state of health and longevity with or without disease. It means you simply live as optimally as possible. Well, may it be so. I thank you so much for being part of the New Dimensions Cafe today, Ken. Well, thank you for the invitation. I always enjoy talking with you. Oh, fabulous. And I, you, it's been through the years we've we've sat and had wonderful conversations. I want to remind our listeners that I've been speaking with Dr. Kenneth Pelletier, and he is the author of Change Your Genes, Change Your Life, Creating Optimal Health with the New Science of Epigenetics. And if you want to be in touch with him, you can go to his website, drpelletier.com, and he spells it D-R-P-E-L-L-E-T-I-E-R, drpelletier.com. Or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Thank you for joining us at the New Dimensions Cafe, and I invite you, please do join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a thousand hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.